0: Welcome today to Central Moments. Let's talk about one of the hardest places to trust God, and that's with our finances. I know as a pastor, in past years, what it is to lie awake at night, wondering if we're going to meet payroll, thinking of my pastoral staff with the little kids they have to feed. I mean, it's a terrible anxiety when there doesn't seem to be enough. And yet Jesus says, but will you trust me to be your provider, even in the area of your finances? So Proverbs 3, verse 9. Honor the Lord with your wealth, and with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled, to overflowing, and your vats will bring, will brim over with new wine. So there's a conditional clause there, of course. Honor the Lord; it's implied. If you honor the Lord with what? With your wealth. He's going to go after your pocketbook. He says, if even with your pocketbook, which is so tough to do. But if you will, even with your pocketbook, honor me. If you will defy the godlike status of money over your life, and do what's counterintuitive and give it away, honor me with it. That 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 your barns will be full to overflowing, and your vats will brim, brim over with new wine. And notice he uses the word first fruits. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of your crops. That in the Old Testament was a reference to the tithe, the first. 10% of what you brought in belong to the Lord as a recognition that everything comes from the Lord. And so you give it back to Him. Uh, Malachi, the last chapter of the Old Testament, says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Bring the whole tithe, or tenth, into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And then, and then the Lord actually, you don't see this very often, but the Lord actually says, test me. I mean, try it. Try it, says the Lord Almighty. Test me in this. And see, if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing, there will not be enough room to store it. And actually goes on in the next verse to say, and I will actually pre- prevent the devourer from eating up your crops. I'll put supernatural protection around what you have and what God will prosper you with in the future. Now, if you tithe, it's not like God's going to make you a millionaire, but he does say, if you honor me with your wealth, I have a way of taking care of you. But money has such a godlike power over our lives. Jesus, to the degree that Jesus says, ultimately, you're going to have to make a choice between me and money. He doesn't say that about many other things. But he said, you've got to make a choice between me and money because money has such power. Money wants to be your security, wants to be your provision, wants to be what you love. Uh, Where where God's saying, no, I want to be your security. I want to be your provision. I want to be what you love. And so they're like competing gods. And I want to challenge you to start with the tithe. Well, isn't the tithe just Old Testament? I mean, you read two verses out of the Old Testament about tithes and first fruits. Well, I, I, I want to tell you that before, before any of this was codified into the Law of Moses, uh, we see it way back with Abraham, where he meets this picture of Christ, Melchizedek, who comes to him, with all, of all things, with the bread and the cup like Jesus told us to take to remember Jesus. And Melchizedek, the the king of Salem, of peace, our prince of peace, Jesus. Jesus, uh, in this Old Testament picture of Jesus, comes in the form of Melchizedek to Abraham after Abraham won a great battle. And what does Abraham do? He intuitively gives Melchizedek a tenth. It's like the picture of us giving Jesus the tenth. It's more than an Old Testament law. It's a principle. Like one pastor friend of mine likes to say, hearts touched by God respond with a tenth. And sure enough, Abraham's grandson, Jacob, he's about on a new adventure in life. He said, if you go with me, if you meet my need, if you'll provide for me, I'll give you a tenth of everything you prosper me with. I mean, this is just hearts touched by God respond with a tenth. And it's interesting, when Malachi writes this, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. He's talking to them about a sp- time of spiritual coldness in the life of the people of Israel, and and he's saying one thing that could reverse this would be you start you start putting your money where your treasure and where your heart ought to be, and uh, watch what I can begin to do. So Lord, we bring this tough issue of money to you, hard to trust you. I pray for for those, however, who who are really lacking financially right now. I pray you'll provide the jobs they need. I pray you'll provide the financial miracles they need in the name of Jesus. And and as you do that, may they would be willing to obey you with their wealth to give you the first fruits and the tithes and watch what you will do as a result. We thank you for this and we praise you in Jesus name. Amen.